In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the March 3rd edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. An off-the-hook mash of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped with moral clarity from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. You know, before we talk about all this, uh, you know, currency rates and stock values. Yeah, there's just a little thing I want to get out of the way. The ice caps around the North and South Poles are melting faster mm. and uh, in a more widespread manner than expected. Isn't that basic? So we're, isn't we're that raising sea levels and uh, fueling climate change by doing this? Isn't that a sentence that appears in every single environmental story now? Faster than they expected. Keep, they keep finding yeah. that it's going faster than expected. And, yeah. and meanwhile, most of the news is concentrated on the, some jackasses in Wall Street who screwed things up. Yeah. And it does bring up something that we don't have time to go into, but how does one redefine wealth in the world in in order to take out of the equation... When you're the, 100 feet underwater. The devastating effects of just mass consumer consumption, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. How do we do this? How are we going to still be wealthy and not destroy the planet in the process? So, food mm-hmm. for thought. A rocket carrying the NASA Orbiting Carbon Observatory, mm-hmm. intended to track global warming, mm-hmm. crashed on land, launch. <laughs> really? So they won't have the ability really to uh, track that. Well, there are other satellites. There are other satellites out there, but this was the the most, one the one, one that was really going to. And if I'm not mistaken, this, this is one that the Bush administration had kind of defunded or underfunded or uh, something. That's had been probably del- why it crashed. Probably I why think it crashed. You know, yeah. Rush Limbaugh had something to do with it. No. Or George Will. Or George Will. Is he George one of the deniers? One of the main. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, I think I it was in our our news, but maybe not. He, I think maybe was not. Was it in? What he, is it in, he uh, published in the Washington Post a. Uh, article that used data from the University of Illinois, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, claiming that you know global warming. What's that all about? Well, the University of Illinois uh, issued a complaint, a retraction, whatever you would say. Because that George, George Will is full of it, yeah. and and these this is what's really going on. There is global warming. Uh, Washington Post pretty much uh, never denied it. Mm-hmm. And never retracted it. And George Will, in fact, their ombudsman, ombudsman, yeah, ombudsman, mm-hmm. said they believe that uh, uh, this is a healthy thing to do to encourage debate. Uh, well, if your data's wrong, what kind of debate is that? Yeah, it's not a debate. It's a, uh, it's a screed. It's a monologue by by a man who's completely uninformed or ill-informed. To say and, the least. and these are the same. Huge news organizations yeah. that whine on about blogs being incorrect yeah. and and yeah. Wikipedia being—they're not real journalists. Yeah, yeah. 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 Government uh, data showed that the U.S. gross domestic product fell six point two percent in the fourth quarter of two thousand and eight. That was exceeding the officially predicted three point eight percent drop by quite a bit. Yeah, uh, just about double that. Not quite double. And even the 5.5% drop economists had expected, you know, in their gloomy forecast, we we managed to be even gloomier. The Dow fell below 7,000 for the first time since 1997. 
Yeah. More than a decade ago, that's a big drop. Usually these things kind of climb up because you have the cost of living increases and all those things that, are, that yeah. just move into the figuring. It's uh, it's about half of what it was just about uh, a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, I don't care what school of economy you well, go to. That yeah. is a pretty significant drop. But, yeah, at the same time, I don't care what a school of economy you go to. The stock market was inflated. Yeah. Well, there's, it was there's extraordinarily no doubt. No doubt inflated. It. it wasn't worth what it was asking. No, no. And and people were just taking it. Does, it does. I, I swear to you, it just at some point it does feel like um, there is. This isn't about the the bad assets anymore. You, I you, beg know, your you, you know what I'm saying? You know, all this uh-huh. stuff about the the bad loans, the ninja loans, and all the rest of it that were the cause. Yeah. The initial cause of this decline. It feels like there's now we're into some other whole other area of of rationale for the decline in the economy. Those. The, those hundreds of thousands of homes that shouldn't have been homeowners who were given loans that shouldn't have been and bundled up in order to create you mean these, the losers the, in, in order that created these toxic assets we're beyond that now yeah there's there that's not enough money to explain the literally trillions of dollars that have have evaporated I believe it's this derivatives and all these kind of phony oh, yeah. instruments Absolutely. that were that were leveraged in in yeah. a, in in conjunction with those uh Bad, and you know, I'm not calling those people losers. I'm, I'm doing a referential thing to oh, yeah. Rick Santelli. Oh, okay. CNBC yeah. jackass. Yeah. Fifty-four yeah. percent of graduating U.S. business majors lack job offers. MBAs were, of course, you know, they're right there. They're they're not getting job offers, which I think is magnificent. This is some one of the best news I've heard in a long time. <laughs> and why would that I be? Think, well. I think MBAs are the cause of all this. Oh, I, I remember I during the 1980s that everybody had to get everybody was getting an MBA. Yeah. The humanities were going downhill. Engineering was going downhill. Science was going downhill. Everybody needed a master's of business. That's how you're going to get a job. Yeah. And these people had only one thing on their mind is the bottom line. Right. right. I, I remember so, that too. So, it was I remember it. Everybody had a minor in what they really wanted to do yeah. and they and majored the, as an MBA because yeah, yeah. that's where Which you really were all great yeah. sort of yeah. ethics. And by the way, and I, I think that's in no small uh, uh, cause of Re- Ronald Reagan and his oh yeah absolutely and his whole mentality mm-hmm. you know greatest the NBA mentality. mentality yeah NBA President Obama unveiled a three point five five trillion dollars spending budget for the coming year the plan includes tax relief for lower income Americans and estimates the U S deficit or estimates the U S estimate. Blah, 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 blah. Deficit will grow to a record $1.75 trillion. Mm-hmm. The budget will seek further tax increases on wealthy Americans to fund a 10-year $634 billion proposal to expand health care for the uninsured. Mm-hmm. And you'll like this part of it, Mike. Oh, I'm sure. If you haven't heard this, war funding will now be included in fiscal budgets instead of as supplemental. Absolutely. So right in the budget, you're going to fig- get to hear what we're spending on war and how that applies to everything else instead of some pokey-pokey thing that happens on the side. Right, right. And and you've, you, he's given the, the, the right-wing echo chamber a knife to stab him with, but, but it is, in fact, the honorable— the budget and, itself? The, no, just the idea of he's now including this off the, oh, what's the, been off the books, which yeah. is the, the execution of the war in Afghanistan and, and Iraq, which— were, well, Why were, shouldn't was, it be on the books? Well, I'm saying absolutely. How is that a knife? Well, no, I'm saying these people are going to. This is, gives them ammunition to rail about the the size of the debt. Yeah. When this is a much more accurate and honest 
telling of what the actual oh, debt is. Saying, yeah. it, but they're they're not going to say, oh, and by the way, the new budget has includes, the, the, includes the war. Includes the war. So they they scream about this huge deficit. Well, if, if Bush had ever done this the right way, yeah, we would all have been screaming a lot sooner about it. This just was sort of this these hundreds of billions of dollars that were allocated for the war in Iraq and in Afghanistan were. And this is also the responsibility of the media. They never really ever brought this up the way they should. And I, by the way, since I am a media guy in the tank for Obama, I have a list of a number of sort of things about the budget. If you care to go into them, we will. Otherwise, we'll not. The reduction of taxes for 95% of the people, which you said. Um, clean air technology, 600 and something billion for, uh, 34 billion for health care. Uh-huh. All these things that we need, it does signal a shift in the way that the federal government will interact with us. As far as our our lives are concerned, it's a sea change in the way that we are um, conducting business at the federal level. However, still lots of money for defense, which it shouldn't be. Uh huh. Thank you. The Obama administration agreed to give the insurance giant AIG an additional thirty billion dollars as part of a revamped government bailout. Yeah. This comes on top of the hundred and fifty billion dollar in taxpayer money already given to the firm. This is what I'm talking about earlier. I was t- saying this money that is these these guys were leveraged to the nth degree. Yeah. The AIG. These are the yeah. guys that I'm talking about when I say there's something else going on here. Yeah. AIG is what's going on here. This is the kind of the root of so much of the problems in the economy. They reported a 62 billion dollar loss, yeah. the biggest quarterly loss in corporate history. Wow. The 30 billion dollar additional bailout of AIG comes three days after the firm sued the U.S. government over a disputed $300 million tax bill. Wow. So I, I think there's we've got to have some uh, leverage on that. Wow. <laughs> I think we might be able, we should be able to work that one out. Yeah. General Motors reported a $3.9 billion annual loss, the second biggest in its 100-year history, and asked for uh, some more money. They need more money. They're asking for more bailout money, too. Yeah, and I'm going to leave all this economy stuff behind because this makes my <sighs> stomach sick. Yeah, it does. Yeah, to think that uh, the people in charge, the the uh, the MBAs out there, <laughs> were, yeah, were were seriously just thinking there was. It's all self interest. Yeah. You want to go down to anything? That's what this is about. It's about the mini wannabe Madoffs of the world. And I've heard this whole thing just in some in some significant way described as a uh, a. Um, not bonus, but a, um, what am I trying to say? Not bonuses. When you get... Um, just say something. Cash. Yeah. Expedient. No, it, when you get your programs. when you get your um, commission check. This has been a big commission um, a scheme. Everybody who passed along these toxic uh, assets made money on them. Yeah. And the bigger the, the package that they could yeah. put together, the more that they made. So everyone wasn't looking at what the actual value of these things was. They were just pushing them across their desk to the next guy in line in order to make a big fat commission. And that's... And this has been a big part of this, and this is your MBA greed factor that you're talking about. So, Obama announced plans to pull U.S. combat forces out of Iraq by August of 2010. His, under his plan, up to 50,000 U.S. troops would remain in Iraq through 2011. Ouch. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I know I, there's you're, the, you're, you're the responsible down. people who are saying that we need to be there. But fifty thousand troops? I mean, is it is it fifteen thousand, twenty thousand? Yeah. I mean, could it be 
It's it's enough troops to fill Angel Stadium spread out over an area that's it's the what? size of California. The size of California. I don't think that's a ton. I don't know what the situation well, is there. No. I'm glad that he's scaling back and uh, you know, apparently by 2011 it'll drop a huge amount again. I would hope so. Yeah. At least we're going the other way. Yeah, that's no, what I, I keep saying. I, I, I know. We're going you, the other you can't way. have the surge factor in there and all this business with Bush pushing the war and then suddenly just walk away from it all. I don't think you could have done that without causing even more. All right. Well, and and we'll have a dis- we should have someone on to talk about the surge some point. But uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't want to. Trust- it's just the permanent. There is there are two or three of these huge bases in Iraq. And I don't think we're ever going to walk away from them. That's just my opinion. I don't think we're ever going to leave those bases to the Iraqis. But anyway, new documents show the CIA destroyed nearly 100 tapes of terror interrogations. Yeah. Far more than had previously been acknowledged. Yeah. So, hundred tapes. Yeah, of and people getting whacked. As we talked uh, off air, there will undoubtedly be many, many, many more. Yeah. It was started out at none, then it went to two, and then it went to two plus an audio tape, and now it's so, ninety-two, yeah. and Oops. it will eventually be several hundred. And on them will contain enough evidence to uh, to begin to put the squeeze the on the low-level people Bush. who will then turn around and put the squeeze on the Rumsfelds and the Bushes and all the rest of it. So uh, it's a beginning. It's a good beginning. Uh, lawyers for George W. Bush's Justice Department asserted that the president had unlimited powers to prosecute the war on terror on American soil and could ignore constitutional rights, including First Amendment freedom of speech and the press, and Fourth Amendment requirements for search warrants. This according to nine secret memos just released. And you and and who was the author of these very secret memos that we're now finding out? Well, about? we can just drive up the freeway to uh, Chapman Is University, right? about twenty and, minutes from and here, and yeah. talk to uh, Mister John Wu. Yes, you. I mean, you, John. You, Y O O. He's also the author of the Patriot Act and other various. Uh, Forms of uh, limiting we, our freedoms. We like to call him John Y. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. There after you go. years of complete denials, the British government acknowledged that it had been complicit in uh, extraordinary rendition. Uh, well, so there you go. Yeah, they'd helped us and helped us probably uh, shelter these people or yes, they did. house them. The Defense Department reversed the Bush administration's ban on photographs of returning coffins of U.S. military personnel killed in wars abroad. Well, it now comes down to it's up to the family to make the decision whether or not to allow the photographers there. It's a box with a flag on it. It's a box with a flag. Right. Right. Well, you know how that ban came into effect? Back when George Sr. George Sr. George Sr. was on TV talking about... Uh, um, in some national broccoli. Security. He was talking about broccoli and how he hates broccoli. Yeah, and and they did a split screen of him talking about his hatred for broccoli. Yeah, and and uh, Air, Andrews Air Force Base and them unloading coffins while yeah. he was talking about huh? blowing somebody else up. They should have. A- and so it was like, at that point that there was a big outcry. Huh? I mean, the, the people were seeing sort of visual evidence of war has consequences. People come home dead. I want and, the flag-draped coffin Pez dispenser. <laughs> wow. Don't you think? The views expressed here on Weekly Oh, come Signal. on. Why not? <laughs> what the heck? Anyway, so there you go. It's a George George Sr. moment that uh, caused this to become uh, some kind of policy. 
I'm not the one trivializing death. I know, that I know you're not. I know. Jackass president we had for eight years. Idiot moron. Yes, sir. Where am I? You were talking about uh, flying. Oh, yeah. President Obama nominated. This is good news. President Obama nominated an arms control scholar to serve as the new chief weapons buyer at the Pentagon. Yes. The Harvard president, Ashton Carter, would oversee hundreds of billions of dollars in weapons spending. Carter has no professional ties to U.S. manufacturers, weapons manufacturers. Imagine what? That. This is an outrage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's in charge here? Probably the first time in history. You know, <laughs> By the since, way, I've heard him interviewed. I've heard him interviewed. He's quite good. He's oh, good. quite articulate. He's very, he's going to be, I think. He's known for criticizing Pentagon uh, yes. unnecessary spending. Yes. This is this is very encouraging. Yes, it is. When, when people talk about we're going to be in Iraq till 2011, yeah, blah blah blah, yeah. I say, well, but this is very encouraging. Yeah, because when to talk about money that's just flowing out of the treasury, going yeah. nowhere to no account, uh, is the weapons procurement systems. And another encouraging note: uh, Robert Gates, our defense secretary, said Iran is not close to having nuclear weapons. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, that is very good. Yeah. I keep well, saying this, yeah. and I don't think anybody cares that I say this, but there is actually a case to be made for Iran. I'm opposed to nuclear power, so don't get me wrong on this, but they are actually exporting almost all of their oil. They literally do not have enough oil to support the infrastructure within the within Iran. So they, they need, need them. In, they need the income because this yeah. is basically what they do: grow almonds and and uh, and export oil. And uh, kind of like California, it kind of like to be. well, kind of like California will be someday, and uh, so they are actually in need of power. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they should do it with wind and solar and the rest of it. But they at least have as good a case as France does, or some other country that's exclusively nuclear power. So, government troops occupied Venezuela's and biggest, Obama. Sorry. Yes. biggest rice producing plant as President Hugo Chavez expanded his crackdown on private companies that evade government price caps on their products. So he has troops in the rice plants there. Pakistan plunged deeper into turmoil after its Supreme Court disqualified popular opposition leader Nawaz Sharif from running for parliament. That's not a good thing. Italy's Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi enlisted French help to overcome Italy's 22-year-old taboo on nuclear power and build new plants, which Francis Nicolas Sarkozy said were the key to European development. So Sarkozy, they they like the Europe, the Europeans yeah. like nuclear power, apparently. Not all of them, but not all of them. But there's a lot of greens lot of in Europe. Eventually, yeah. France will be an island, I think, on this one. The U.S. pledged three hundred million dollars in humanitarian relief for the people of Gaza, in addition to six hundred million dollars for the Palestinian Authority. Not a lot of money, but it's three hundred. The three hundred million is going to Gaza. Six hundred yeah. million is going to the West Bank. Yeah, that's not good in yeah. light of how desperate they they. One point five million people enough. are it's, living in a open air prison at this point. China closed Tibet to foreign tourists ahead of next month's highly sensitive fiftieth anniversary of a failed uprising against Chinese rule. Uh-huh. No tourists allowed. Huh. that's a surprise. Yeah, James Dobson stepped down as chairman of Focus on the Family. The organization he founded more than three decades ago, Dobson, will continue to host the radio program, mm. which I listen to faithfully. I never miss an episode. Never listen, never miss it. <laughs> um, I just never, I never miss it. Yeah. You're right. I never do. The group has been suffering from financial troubles after spending $600,000 to defeat the marriage equality in California. You've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Well, to support, to support Prop, Prop 8. 8. Yeah. Which is, I guess there was some silver lining. Yeah. In that. Yeah. That whole thing. And they had to lay off 150 staffers, oh, too. That's so yeah. sad. 
They'll just have to pray more. More states are joining a growing move to stop death penalties because of the high cost involved. The states include uh, Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, New Hampshire, and Maryland. It's a good deal. That's a good Too deal. Let me let me can I people. throw in some? We've pr- been telling you that all along. Yeah, can I throw in some prison fun fun facts? Which uh-huh. is there are now seven point three million Americans that are either in jail, on probation, or on parole. Uh, and the state of California, in the current budget, this one that they just passed, mm-hmm. uh, will actually spend more money on corrections and imprisoning people than we will on education. There's some priorities. That's what we should. Way to go, California. We're number one. Uh, California Assemblyman Tom Amiano Amiano introduced the Marijuana Control Regulation Education and Inhalation Act. And inhalation. I just added that down there. (laughs) I figure, (laughs) what the heck? He might as well put it in there. Yeah. A far-reaching bill that would go beyond decriminalization of marijuana to actually legalize the cultivation, sale, purchase, and possession of the plant, and taxation of it. Yeah, that's that. I'm I'm kind of iffy. I'm kind of hinky on this. I I like the decriminalization of it. I like I like black markets. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm caught in my black market, you know, give me a ticket, find me. What's all the taxes? So your concern is what that Philip Morris will start making? Yeah, mar- exactly. Marijuana and yeah, huh. yeah. Then all you have is the multinationals producing this stuff, driving the small farmers out of business, and the people who really know how to grow the good stuff. Right, right. And then they'll lace it with something yeah, that'll to, make to us make even, you addicted yeah, to, to it, which you yeah. aren't addicted to yeah, right. right now. And then and then yeah. the and then all these temperance people will run around saying, "See, they're addicted to marijuana." In yeah. the meantime. <laughs> Yeah. So, yep. and then, yeah. although I like the idea, I I truly truly like the idea of the tax. Yeah, I know. What I'm you're in, I'm in favor of taxes. Well, if they, yeah, they, they, well, they could have if they could somehow. You know, if you like the streets that co-op. you drive on, and you yeah. like the bridges you drive yeah, on, exactly. and you like all the infrastructure and the sewers and the toilets and, and the ability to get around and the ability to to go to uh, public. Uh, auditoriums and public parks, then you should like taxes. I can't tell you how how many odd looks I get from people who have petitions that say, you know, they come up to me and say, you want to sign this, it'll lower taxes. And I say, I like taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And and their jaw literally drops. You must be a godless communist is what they're thinking. No, they're not thinking that. They just don't hear that. They don't hear that. They don't even know what it means to be a communist other than Rush Limbaugh doesn't like them. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. Commies, bad. Well, there's one thing about this uh, law, if, it's, if it is passed, this proposed legislation, yeah. and that is, are the people who are currently serving time for possession of a small amount of marijuana going to be able to refile and I ask the so. petition the court for for um, some latitude on this? Yeah. Attorney General Eric Holder said the Justice Department will no longer raid medical marijuana clubs that are established legally under state law. I like Eric Holder so I did far. Too. I so far so good. Reverend Billy of the Church of Stop Shopping announced plans to challenge Mike Bloomberg in the cities. That would be New York's upcoming mayoral rate race. He's going to be on the Green Party. Reverend Billy was here in absentia or as with a surrogate uh, for his, uh, we interviewed him on film school for his wonderful documentary, What Would yeah. Jesus Buy? Yeah. Christmas time gift you should give to everyone you know. A nationwide survey found that states that consume the most porn tend to be more conservative and religious. Eight of the top ten pornography-consuming states gave their electoral votes to John McCain in last year's presidential wow. election. Yeah, I think I'm bucking that trend. Yeah, go I, ahead. I knew there was a reason I voted for him. 
<laughs> According to a leading neuroscientist, professor of synaptic pharmacology, and director of Lincoln College, Oxford, social network sites risk infantilizing the mid-21st century mind, leaving it characterized by short attention spans, sensationalism, the inability to emphasize, and a shaky sense of identity. That would be a Twitter brain, I think we would call that. A Twitter brain? Okay. And finally... 150 people applied and 10 were hired to wait tables at a topless coffee shop in Vassalboro, Maine. People like nudity, said owner Donald Crabtree, and coffee is profitable. Weekly Signals Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals. <laughs>